Welcome to the latest sparkling edition of the Thought Police. And the Thought Police is actually now cra- crazily going up the charts, even faster than it was before. Kevin O'Sullivan's here. Uh, I'm Mike Graham, of course. It is the one and only place where you can find people talking like they talk in the fucking pub, right? Yeah. Well, people accuse this uh, podcast of being full of gratuitous fucking swearing, uh, swearing, and I don't fucking know what it means. I know. don't know what it means either. What's, what, what does gratuitous swearing mean? I mean... Also, what are the fucking rules on swearing, by the way? We're not allowed to swear on the radio, right? Yeah. If somebody swears on the radio, you have to dump it yeah however you can swear on some radio if you swear on the bbc for example that's okay yeah. that's absolutely yeah. fine nobody minds you can say all sorts of words yeah. on woman's hour yeah. you can say all sorts of words on a radio one breakfast yeah. show um you can say fuck you can say cunt and none of it gets taken <laughs> out guess why yeah. because it's the bbc yeah, anyone calls me a gratuitous swearer i call them a cunt exactly right fuck them anyway listen we got some good news this week because finally boris johnson's found his balls and he's decided that he's actually going to lift all the restrictions including no more masks well, as I say, uh, Bojo's got his mojo back. Uh, we've had our extreme doubts about this guy uh, throughout the coronavirus crisis because, frankly, he has been a quivering little mouse. But he's finally seen sense and said, I've got to give this country back its freedom. Uh, at last, to be fair to him, I thought this guy's no libertarian, but he's just proved that deep down within him, within his quivering soul, there is still a libertarian at heart and he wants us to be free again uh, and that fucking idiot Keir Starmer says it's oh. reckless <laughs> what is wrong with that bloke I mean this is a guy who can't literally get anything right he got it fucking wrong when he went up to the Batley by-election that they won, uh, which they didn't really win at all. I mean, if that was actually in the parlance of an election night, it was a Labour hold. Yeah. And only fucking just, by the way, yeah. by the skin of their fucking teeth, right? And here's a guy now who claims that, oh, they fought on this really, really great um, sort of, Fuck you know, off. vision of hope, uh, vision of fucking freedom, no, vision of, you know, equality, all of this absolute... Well, look, so I'll tell you what the fucking ticket that that, that Kim Leadbeater of fought on that was avoiding the central issue of Batley and Spen and that is the scandal of that teacher who four months after uh, inciting the hatred of the local Muslim well supposedly mob is allegedly still, inciting the hatred well you know it doesn't take much does it well they were they were all demonstrating outside the the uh, gates of the school because of course he uh, offended the prophet Muhammad according to them uh, but the point is, he didn't do anything wrong, he didn't break any laws, and he's still in hiding, fearing for his life with his wife and kids. And what did Kim Leadbeater say about him throughout her campaign? Fuck all. Yeah, right. Uh, and uh, if she's going to say fuck all now she's an MP, mm. now she's his MP, then she's more of a disgrace than I already thought she was. Well, it's a dangerous subject for them, isn't it? Because they can't get involved in it. This is why the Labour They're Party... scared of the The Labour Party's yeah. been tearing itself apart because you cannot put together in the same party you know, hardline Muslims who believe that homosexuality is not only wrong, but it's a fucking sin, mm-hmm. right? You can't put them together uh, with a candidate who happens to be uh, quite openly gay mm-hmm. and also um, who supports gay rights because the two shall never meet. And so therefore she cannot upset the Muslim community, mm-hmm. but she's quite happy to upset uh, the guy who is actually in fear of his bloody life yeah. hiding somewhere yeah. so that they, don't, they can't yeah. behead him. Yeah, I mean, you know... And what I the don't, fuck is that all about? I don't condone the way she was treated for her sexuality that's very wrong as well uh, but I do think that all the candidates there might have had the guts to address uh, one of the most important issues affecting the constituency yes. of Batley, Batley and Spen right. and none of them fucking did. By the way, have you ever heard of, of, of Batley and Spen? I mean, you know, obviously <laughs> we all know. knew the terrible Sounds story. Sounds like bad solicitors. I know, I mean, we, 
obviously heard the story of, of Joe Cox, but you never sort of associated it with any particular constituency, even though you probably should. But I've got some good news for you, yeah. um, because before we get all sort of, um, you know, sort of rose-tinted and, and, and dewy-eyed about Boris Johnson and his brilliant new cabinet, yeah. right, there is still such a man as Gavin Williamson. Ah, Gavin Williamson, who is, of course, Frank the Spencer. Secretary of State, uh, or the Education Secretary, I should say, he's come out today and said they're going to scrap the school bubble system, right? So it means that if you are uh, in school and somebody that you know tests positive, you will not have to self-isolate um, unless you have also yourself tested positive. Great idea, but do you know when it's going to start happening? August the 16th. August the fucking 16th. Same as the uh, double jab now, system. Now, call yeah. me old-fashioned, but I would have expected the Education Secretary to know when the fucking school holidays start. Yes, exactly. Which is exactly about two right. weeks from now. What is the point of that? They won't be at school, no. you stupid cunt. I mean, what the fuck is he thinking? Almost the 16th. That guy's just it's got now. shit for brains. Yeah, it's he? now they need it. They're only in school for another two fucking fuck weeks. In fact, sake. some of my friends' fuck kids, sake. some of my friends' kids who go to private school are already out. Yeah, they've broken up for the summer. The Scottish schools, they've broken for the summer. But it also goes hand in hand with the fact that uh, Sajid Javid has basically said uh, no kids will have to quarantine at all. No. In other words, that feeds into the fact uh, that they never needed really to be vaccinated, and they don't need to self-quarantine. They didn't need to beforehand hand and they don't need to now why did they have to do it in the first place it's fucking mad well, it makes no sense i'm still absolutely puzzled because right now at this very moment in time there are somewhere between 400 and 500,000 kids uh 400,000 500,000 kids uh, being sent home to self-isolate entire schools are shut down right and yet they've only had a minority tiny number of positive cases which yeah. does not mean anything other than a positive yeah. test which might actually not be right anyway so this the madness of this absolute insanity that's mm. been going on. You know, one kid test positive or came into contact with someone who had tested positive and a school of 500 has to go home. Uh, this will continue yeah. till the end of term, well, which is a yeah. long way before August the fucking 16th. Which will fuck up a lot of people's situations because if one of your kids has to stay at home, and then we also know that it's rubbish anyway because I've had loads of calls from people who've said, well, one of my kids has been told to self-isolate, but the other one's still going to the same school and they share a room. And you're going, well, how does that oh, work? I know. I know. It's fucking mad. Uh, and uh, very rarely do you hear a story of a kid who's contacted um, by a kid who had COVID who was even ill. Um, you know, I mean, it's a very weird disease. We do know that some people, we were talking to somebody in the office just a minute ago, you know, some people get it and they're really, really ill with it. Some people get it and they're not ill at all. Other people get it and they die. I mean, it's very strange, isn't it? Except that now you can pretty much say uh, you either get slightly ill or actually you might even have it and you don't get any right. symptoms at all or you get slightly ill or you get quite badly mm. ill. But what we can now extract from the uh, equation essentially is that you die. Right. The vaccine means that people won't die from it. So we are still contemplating shutting down the economy, well, you've got to be sending unlucky. kids home. You've got to be pretty unlucky, well, of course, it's, if you it's die. Basically it's non-fatal now yeah. in this country and and yet we're treating it as if it's the bubonic plague mm. uh, we don't shut down the economy for people who get colds or for people who get the yeah. flu and why are we doing it for covid anymore why have we got track and trace what's the fucking nhs app for anymore well i mean i'm beginning to think that that was an entire fucking in uh, it's a sort of construct to make Matt Hancock and his mates very fucking wealthy because it never works. It never no. fucking... It, no. it was never properly put into place. The NHS are now telling people to stop using it because they're all getting pinged all over the place and told to fucking self-isolate well, 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 instead well, of coming to work. Well, why don't they just uh, shut it down? Well, they should. 
So, because so they're you know, still going through this pretense, aren't they? So they, they can't tell bollocks. people to stop using it if they don't shut it down. Mm. People will just leave it on their phones and they'll get pinged. Mm. So either the NHS shut this infernal gizmo down or this madness is going yeah. to continue. Do you know how many people are getting pinged into self-isolation every day? No. A million. Really? A million a day. Are you joking? It's fucking insanity. That is insanity. And that's why uh, people at the top of the government are now saying, hang on a second, this is worth in the lockdown yeah. we're killing our economy but, you know, with this the fucking thing is, app. If you're why Mike, is it still there if you're Michael Gove of course you can take part in a uh, trial situation where you just test pilot yourself scheme. every day pilot scheme I've never heard it called that before yeah. uh, but apparently he's back with his wife now oh no no he's no, not no, no, he no he's a, that was a pilot scheme that was a pilot scheme it didn't uh, work out didn't work out yeah so he decided not to go for yeah, the whole yeah, that series that withered on the vine no I mean it'd be interesting to see what old Sarah Vine has to say for herself in coming weeks because she didn't write a column this weekend yeah because it was all very carefully controlled, it yeah. seems to me, that they put out the story that Michael Gove um, there was no and his one else wife involved. were basically separating, no one else involved, usual stuff. But, of course, that kind of story doesn't go away. I mean, you and I have worked on plenty of those where you get the whole situation and everybody sort of knows about it. There's a nod and a wink. People go, well, maybe people will be satisfied with that version of events. But well, it's never saw, the case, is it? If you saw the Daily Telegraph on Saturday, it was mm. a masterclass in how to tell a story yes. without telling a story. Right. And uh, what the Daily Telegraph said, and it's splash story, said, you know, uh, the, the end of this marriage will cause concern at number 10 as to the nature of Mr. Gove's domestic arrangements mm. over the past few months, particularly during lockdown. Yes. You know, it will also cause concern as to whether or not... Uh, he was living alone, etc., etc. There's a lot of questions around that marriage split up, and if uh, both uh, Mr. Gove and Ms. Vine and the government think that uh, a wall of silence will close down those questions, they've got another fucking. Well, thing that's exactly right, and they do tend to give you that impression that they like to think that things that people want to know they have no right to know. Boris famously claims he doesn't talk about his private life. But that's all very well. I'm afraid... It's too complicated. Yeah, well, yeah, it take too long. You know, he doesn't sorry. understand it. You've got a couple of hours. No, no, How many hours. kids have you got, yeah. Boris? How oh, the fuck should I he know? He doesn't fucking know. That's why he can't <laughs> tell anyone. No, but that's the thing. In the end, I don't really care about that shit. No, but what I. I do care about is whether he's spending my fucking money uh, on things that he shouldn't be spending it on, whether he's employing people that uh, happen to be friends of his or friends of Carrie's. Mm-hmm. What do you make of her fucking elephant thing, by the way? Well, I She's now... What's she airlifting elephants to Africa? To rewild them, which I think is a very uh, dubious process. Where's she going to find these? But it, you know, I hope it works out because animals should be in the wild, and I don't understand well, why. So they can be poached. Well, well, they should be in the wild. That's where animals should. Yeah, be. Yeah, I know, but if the wild is too dangerous, aren't they better off in a zoo? Well, you know, I mean, I'm not a big fan of zoos. To well, no, but you, you know, animals should be in the. F- I'm talking on a general basis. No, I get that. Animals should. But you so know, as well as I animal do. lover, if she proclaims to be an animal lover, which she does obsessively, I find it very strange that an animal lover, a person interested in animal welfare, should be working for a fucking zoo. Well, zoos that's are true. not commensurate with animal welfare. And also, zoos send animals crazy. Yeah, that place down in uh, in in uh, Kent or wherever it is, you know, the Aspinall place. Yes, well, that's for. who she works. Yeah, for. I went there once, right, and you can go there and you. You can rent um, a fucking treehouse for the night yeah. and you can live in amongst the animals and all yeah. this. And it's meant to be like an African safari. Yeah. We went to see the gorillas, right? Yeah. Unfortunately for us, and the kids were quite young at the time, we walked into the fucking... And the first... I don't know if you've ever been there, but you, you park your car, you cross the road, you walk down this long kind of gangplank and you look into the first cage, right, yeah. which is quite big, uh, and there's a monkey in there masturbating. 
And I'm going... What a wanker. I know. I'm fucking going, Christ. And the kids are like about seven or yeah. ten or something. Or well, did you going, turn to the kids and say, wait till he's finished? Well, of course, everyone was watching, <laughs> right? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Listen, actually, you got me interested now. I think I will go down there. I want to see the wanking monkey. The wanking monkey. I'm going, what the fuck do you explain this? put it on the fucking signs outside, home of the wanking monkey. And I'm actually thinking to myself, well, I hope he's just going to stop because, you know. (laughs) Well, they do at a certain time. No, I know, but what (laughs) what I mean is I'm hoping he's not going to just fucking carry on until, you know. The point of no return. I'm thinking he's literally, but the point he's literally doing this, <laughs> sitting there. You know. the oh for fuck's sake! Anyway, yeah. so we get past there, right? Oh, you monkey! Stop fucking playing with yourself. I got my kids here. Yeah. What are you thinking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, a lady monkey. So uh, we get anyway. We get all the way round to the place where the fucking gorillas are meant to be, because the whole point of the place, yeah. apparently, uh, is that you see these amazing gorillas. And we get to the fucking gorilla cage enclosure, which they're is... They're not all... wanking as well, are they? No, but they weren't there. They were fucking gone. Yeah. Because apparently every so often they send them back to the wild yeah. um, to presumably retrain or something. I don't yeah. know. Um, but they never fucking told us that when we went in. And if I'd known there was no fucking gorillas and a wanking monkey, I don't think I'd given them yeah, but the you, fucking money. I'm, not, I'm liking this idea. I don't like zoos, but I'm thinking we, we could open a zoo ourselves and base it on wanking animals. <laughs> All the animals are wanking. Well, you know, or, so, or just shagging. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, wanking is better. Wanking is. Well, funny. they're in a single cages, so they can't sank, <laughs> They can't shag through the bars, so they have, to, be, so they have to look at each other and have a wank. Come it'd on, be very educational. Sure, that antelope's got a nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a wanking be... zoo. <laughs> It's the sort of thing you'd find in Germany yeah. or Holland. They're fucking oh, very yeah, they strange take it over very there. seriously. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you ever been to the Sex Museum in Amsterdam? No, I haven't. No. I mean, I've only been outside. It. I've never got inside. It. But people go there, and it's like a fucking rite of passage. You go to the red light district, you look at all the girls in the windows, and then you go to the Sex Museum. Yeah. They've got a very weird thing. I mean, you, you might say the Brits have a bit, wank. <laughs> well, presumably you can if you wish, or that you have to pay for that. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, the Germans and the Dutch have got this kind of slightly odd relationship yeah, with yeah, sex. No. I mean, I know people will say, well, the trouble with the Brits is we're all very repressed. Yeah. Well, we're not that repressed. I mean, no, I'm not no, fucking we're not, repressed. No. But they're quite weird about it. Yeah, and they're always walking we around. We just don't naked. make a song and dance about it. And they're always it? walking around naked. The British have always been extremely sexually active and rather perverted. So yes, I think perversion's a specialty of you England, know they're going it? about the Victorian t- puritanism bollocks. They were fucking shagging themselves stupid. Well, I do lot. wonder whether this government is a bit like the fucking fall of Caligula's Rome. And they're all at it. They're all well, doing yeah, to go back to go to back to where before we got diverted <laughs> by wanking zoos. Yes. Um, the question about Michael Gove uh, and his marital marital breakdown. Yes, uh, it is surrounded by questions mm. uh, that we don't know the answers to. But the question is: Was he involved in a Hancock-esque situation yes. where COVID rules were being broken, which, which the government have more or less denied, haven't they? Uh, uh, well, I'm not sure the government has officially denied it. Uh, but anyway, those are the questions, and those are the questions we deserve being answered. And they've tried to sort of sweep this marriage breakup under the carpet uh, but the questions remain at fever pitch so yeah. they're going to have to do something about it you can't just deny 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 your way 
out of no, this No, also, situation. you can't run government by just kind of censoring the news. Exactly you don't like right. Because you don't fancy that. That's what that Boris bit. thinks you can but do. But that's what he thinks you can do. That you, Well, I'm not going to answer that question. You go, oh, OK, then. So, um, a rules just gonna, a private life. Yeah, it's a private matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, Matt Hancock tried that, and he yeah. fucking learned the hard yeah, yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he tried it on the Friday, exactly. and he said, I'm getting on with the job. And we were like, yeah, we know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what about the job? What about yeah. the actual job yeah. you got? But, you know, and then he realised he couldn't do it. Yeah. And it's amazing how badly these politicians... Um, judgment is, isn't it? Yes, I mean, that's... You know, when you have a breakdown of a relationship or you have an affair, that, I mean, that is a private matter. But you do think about these some of these cabinet ministers. Come on, you are a cabinet minister. Right. So keep it in your pants, for yeah. Christ's sake. Be careful where Grow you up. do what you fucking Grow up. do. And I think that's one of the problems with uh, Matt Hancock. Uh, I mean, he's only 42 years old. Mm. He, he's still a kid. Yeah. I know, but he's got three other kids who are even younger than that, and that's even worse. But I saw uh, Casey Perrier, you know, he used to work with Theresa May. There was a great line that she came out with in a piece she wrote for The Times. And she said it to me on the radio, where she went, you know, Theresa May hated this kind of thing, because Theresa May, for all of her faults, I think, obviously, is a very... He's a model of proprietor. ...straight, upstanding well, yeah, individual, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. and a very clearly a, a proper politician who, yeah. was, who felt responsible for what she was doing, and she might have been boring as hell. Yeah. But... At one point, um, Casey said that they had a problem with the um, uh, the whips office. They'd heard one of the backbenchers was keen on getting into hot tubs with a lot of young men. Uh, yeah, right? I read about this. And yeah, she yeah. said, uh, and Theresa May just said, well, um, couldn't he just stop doing yeah, could that? Could you ask him not couldn't to do he just this? Not exactly. Do that and do his fucking job. Exactly. I mean, exactly. it doesn't I, seem and too much to And remember what your ask, job is. Remember what your job is, mm. you know, uh, you know, even I, and I'm sure you do. There are situations that I sometimes encounter. I think it's best I don't get involved, yeah. you know. Mm. I don't want I don't want to get involved in this because it's going to get me in trouble, quite rightly so. Yeah. These fucking cabinet ministers, they don't seem to think twice. No, absolutely right? not. Right, all right, there's a bird. How about that one away? Right, yeah. let's go. No problem. Fuck let's my get wife, a, let's, bollocks let's take, to my kids. Let's take my mistress to the G7 health yeah, summit. I know. In Oxford. I mean, what? You know, you know, I said earlier that he's, he's only 42. But, you know, you can have very mature 42s and you can have 42-year-olds who are pretty much just overgrown teenagers. But do you not think it partly... He's an overgrown teenager. Yeah, he is. And do you think it's partly as well the case that they've come out of sort of university, they've gone into politics because yeah. they've become somebody's spad or they've become somebody's yeah. Yeah. assistant yeah, 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 and they yeah. don't really know much about the real world. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, they're, they're cocooned from the realities of the real world. And, uh, and, they, and I think Sarah Viner wrote a really interesting piece, actually, about how... Um, in the end, they can never really be married to ordinary women that they knew before they were famous, if you like, because basically they're used to saving the world now. Yeah. And they can't come home they and put the bins They see themselves out. as masters of the universe. They're used to everyone looking up to them, admiring them wherever they go. They're very powerful people. Uh, their uh, word is uh, uh, obeyed everywhere they go, and as Sarah Vine implied, and then they come home and you have to tell them to put the bins out, and they yeah. don't like it. No, exactly right. Now, let's talk a bit about the mask problem we now have in this country, because ever since Boris admitted and, uh, uh, and did the right thing, as we say, uh, to open up the country and it's all going to happen on July the 19th. We've had this ridiculous kind of cavalcade of lefties calling us all fucking irresponsible, doing what Keir Starmer said we should do, which is to say we shouldn't be taking the mask off. It's reckless. reckless I mean, reckless. I'm looking at Twitter right now and all these FBPE types uh, basically declaring that we can't possibly be personally responsible. We'll ruin the fucking planet. We'll kill everybody because we are all rabid right wing maniacs. I, do, well, I, I mean, do fuck off. I tell you what I don't understand. Uh, well, I've got a theory, uh, but it is this. 
you know, why is it that right-wingers don't want to uh, wear masks and want their freedom back, but left-wing people, Labour voters, want to carry on wearing their mm. masks forever and don't ever want their freedom back, a la Keir Starmer. This is reckless. Mm. We should carry on wearing masks, Sadiq Khan. Wear masks! Yeah. And all this. Is, so the, wearing a mask has become a kind of a symbol of socialist compliance. And do you know what What I think it is? Is that these lefties, uh, by definition, they like lots and lots of government. They like mother state looking after the yes. children of the nation. Why is that, though? Uh, well, that, like because that, that's left-wingism. They like big government. Mm. Right-wingers like small government. They don't want the government involved in every aspect of your fucking life. Whereas, you know, Labour, they want to be in, they want rules, regulations to regulate everyone. So for them, uh, the COVID crisis was a, a kind of left-wing paradise because yes. there were so many rules and regulations. Mm. And, and, you all, could, and all you couldn't, even, you couldn't even fuck your girlfriend right. or your boyfriend by COVID law. Unless you're this, in the cabinet. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, but this is the problem. But what, I'm, what I fail to see is the kind of connection which now we can make between all sorts of things. Like, if you voted for Brexit, there's a pretty strong likelihood that you weren't for the lockdown, right? Mm. If you voted for, yeah, if you yeah, weren't yeah, that keen yeah. on the lockdown, you're now quite keen on not taking, uh, not wearing a fucking mask, right? Yeah. But all of these same people are saying, making all the same arguments yeah. again. So that if you if you voted to leave the European Union, you're more than likely to think you're cleverer than the people who voted to stay in it. And therefore, they will say, well, of course, in that case, um, you are probably against the lockdown, which saves lives. And now, these are the same people who are saying... You should keep your mask on. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. And you can wear your bloody mask if you want, but we're not going to. But it is a strange divide. It is the new Brexit remain debate mm. is wear a mask, don't wear a mask. You know, and as I say, it's all to do with the fact that lefties love the government being in charge. Yeah. They love the state being the most powerful thing uh, in the country. In other words, uh, right wingers, they, they believe in the power of the individual. Yeah. And that the individual's rights should trump. I'm not even sure you're right wing to think that, do you? Well, Surely no, that's sensible. No, I, think, I, think I mean, what sensible fucking individual would like to no, be no, told no, no, what no. to Left do? Left wingers don't believe in that. They believe in the power of the state. Mm. Uh, that's the whole point. The whole point of communism and Marxism yeah. is the state is in charge, mm. uh, and the COVID and you crisis. Will do as you're told. The COVID COVID crisis brought us right into Marxist communist territory, yeah. where the state was in control of every aspect of our life. I had that uh, Sir Graham Brady on my show oh, last yeah. night, and uh, you know, chairman of the 1922 committee, bit of a hero. I always thought, yeah. uh, fought for the freedom of the people, didn't believe in lockdowns, and he actually said, he said, "What?" Well, I said, "We certainly got into some strange areas." He said, "Yes, we did." He said. Uh, one of the th- I said, what will you be telling the Prime Minister? He said, well, one of the things I'm going to urge him is, of course, I don't think we should ever lock down again, but uh, what we really must never do is get involved in legislation that bans people from having relationships with other people mm. or hugging their mother or yeah, their father right. or their wife. He said, we must never go there no, again. No, absolutely not, because that was, the, in the end, what did for an awful lot of people, I mean, you and I are quite fortunate in as much as, you know... Nobody we, wants to hug us, yeah. Um, nobody <laughs> wants to hug us, one, but also, two, you know... No, we've got we've got jobs that we could continue to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine what it must be like for someone. And we had somebody again on the show a few weeks ago who's been on furlough for the whole fucking time, where you've basically had nothing to do 
I mean, you know, it's nice to be on holiday for a couple of weeks, but not for fucking 16 months oh. where you've basically not been able to do anything. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And uh, those kind of people, uh, come September when the furlough scheme ends, are going to be fucking lucky to get their jobs back. Well, because, they are. Because the companies who worked, they worked for, would have worked out, uh, well, they haven't been in for 16 months. Maybe we can get by without yeah. them. <laughs> well, I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day who was saying an awful lot of people who are sort of like executive assistants to top um, bosses in big companies yeah. are all getting made redundant now because everyone's worked out that when you were working from home actually everything was being done on email yeah. and actually yeah. the boss didn't need you any longer to take dictation mm -hmm. to take a letter yeah. nobody does that anymore you just send the fucking email uh, and here's a prediction I think there's going to be a lot of trouble in the future because another thing has happened over the lockdown and millions of people being on furlough mm. is they've kind of got used to this yeah. and for not doing anything they've been getting 80% of their salary yeah. And now we're coming to the end of the furlough scheme. They're all going, do you know what? I'm, I'm reassessing my life. Yes. I don't think I, I like need a bit of a work-life balance. I, you know, I'm not going to do that job. I'm, what the hell? Why do I put myself yeah. through the hell of my job? I'm quitting. Well, now you haven't got a job. Yeah, good. And uh, you see, see the, how you like that. You see the shit coming down. There's the also it's one thing. It's one thing to be uh, in yeah. some ways on furlough but it's a different thing to be unemployed yeah, yeah, yeah. because guess what when you're unemployed and I know this having yeah. been unemployed uh, it's quite hard to get another job it's yeah. much easier to get a job when you're fucking employed yeah. when uh, somebody's actually paying you to do something yeah. and you go Oh, do you know what? He's got a good job. Why don't yeah. we fucking hire him? Yeah, but when you haven't got a job, they go, well, he's fucking out of work, so he must be shit. Yeah, well, furlough uh, has made people realise or made people uh, assume that jobs aren't that important. Well, you, you actually need a job. For, most people need jobs uh, to get money. Yeah. Uh, and when the government isn't paying you 80% of your salary, good luck with people that. People will forget that actually they've been given massive amounts of fucking handouts. I think today I saw that, uh, that old um, Rishi Sunak's going to have to raise some ludicrous amount of money to pay for all this shit. Because as much as I've always said... it's such 66 a, billion it's they've such, spent on the furlough. It's such a big amount. Yeah, it's billion. such a big amount of money you can't really even envisage yeah. not, you know, like losing it. But it's going to be fucking... It's going to be a big fucking shock to an awful lot of people when they suddenly wake up in the morning and either go, well, now I haven't got a job, or two, I have to now go back and do a job because I want to see London back to normal. I yeah. want to see the cities full of people again. I want to see tourists. I want to see people in offices. You know, fuck all this working from home. If you want to do it and your company agrees that you can do it from home, that's fine. But... You shouldn't be exclusively working from home. That's not the way society works. Yeah, work-life balance. A fucking seal could work out well. Work-life <laughs> balance. Yeah, I know. Hey, how about Go this to say? work and then see your family. Yeah. It's not that difficult. Yeah. Make some nice money. It's really help me work out my work-life balance. Fuck off, you Yeah, cunt. really. Bollocks. Absolute shite. Now, uh, what about the Lambda variant? They've now found oh, yeah, a new, the new variant. Oh, yeah, the new variant. Hey. Uh, the World Health Organization have found it. They've spotted it in 31 countries. Apparently, Australia is the latest nations. Oh, yeah, it, so right? they'll lock down so Australia, every kangaroo who've never town, let uh, any fucker come there for fucking about a year yeah. have still now got variants coming into the country and infecting everybody. New Zealand, the same. I'm sick to death of that fucking woman in New Zealand. Oh, Jacinda, whatever it is. Ahern. Right, Ahern, uh, who is not, it turns out, the fucking answer to the world's She's problems after all. She's got a lot of all. teeth. She has got a lot of teeth. I'm not sure all of them are hers. Yeah, well, I they don't know how she gets them all into her mouth. I mean, they all stick out, don't eh? they? Well, yeah. it's not a nice it's thing, just, is it? It looks like a horse, yeah. Yeah, it's not a good thing. Yeah. So what about the football? Because we're going to come to the end of this pretty soon. Uh, now, as you listen to this, it will be probably um, the day... Is that, uh, by the way... It will know, be you, the day of the England game, won't it? Do, do you know, um, uh, you know, on the Saturday at the Ukraine match... So uh, I had a pre-existing dinner date with a, uh, it was a sort of semi-business meeting with a couple of blokes. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, so uh, we, me and Henrietta, some weeks ago, were invited to this very nice private members club in very the nice. middle of the West End. And uh, so Henrietta's like dancing up and down on Saturday. She's going, ha, 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 you won't be able to watch the football. And I thought, I can't really get out of this dinner, so I fucking won't be able to watch the fucking football. That's annoying. Uh, and I was furious. Anyway, so we got to this club where we were ushered into this fantastic, pri- uh, our own room with this massive table with all these fantastic food, champagne everywhere, about four wait- waitresses serving us. Henrietta looks at that and goes, ah, that looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. And I said, I'll tell you what looks better, is that fucking great telly on the wall with the football on. <laughs> and so they had it on. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I was great on Saturday because my friends came around for dinner on um, Friday, so we watched the Friday game yeah, yeah, a yeah. bit. Um, and uh, the problem I've got uh, tonight, I'm going out, for dinner, but I'm going to an Italian restaurant, so I'm sort of hoping that that'll be on. That'll be on. If there's no bloody television in there, I will be not very happy. Anyway, I mean, you know, you can't uh, revolve your entire life around all the matches. It's tomorrow's match that counts. So enjoy the match because I'll be on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I mean, there's a lot of people that won't be keen to follow it. You'll get plenty of Scottish uh, viewers checking you out, uh, and plenty of Welsh as well. well the last show I did, uh, I did a show when uh, England. Uh, sorry, Wales and Scotland were both playing, so I thought that would be pretty bad for listeners. So I put yeah. out a shout out and just said, "Who hates football? Give us a ring." Fucking switchboard lid up. <laughs> There's a lot of people who hate the Euros, there including are. my wife. Yeah, indeed. Now we should finish up with a couple of messages because, as you know, ah. uh, it's become quite popular to ask to be told by you, particularly yeah. to fuck right off. Okay, <laughs> so we've got a few today, okay. and I don't know whether we should do a couple. We'll do a couple next week yeah. and do a couple this week. Okay. So first one, this is from Daniel. Um, oh, Cunt. Daniel says, no, he's he wants you to call somebody else a cunt. Okay, uh, uh, sorry, Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> so Daniel says, hello, guys. Can you please tell my boss, Simon Harris, to fuck off? He's not a bad guy, just a fan of the podcast. So Simon Harris is a complete cunt. Don't <laughs> fuck yourself, Harris. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you. Now, here's another one. Uh, here's one from, this is from Leighton. Uh, he says, I love the show. By, by far the most informed and funniest podcast out there. Anyway, enough of the ass kissing. Can I get a Leighton, you're a wanker, and a big fat twat? So go and fuck yourself uh, on the next show. Uh, do we have Leighton. to use those exact words? Well, you could. You don't Leighton. have to. So the guy's called Leighton. Leighton. He's a uh, wanker, apparently. He's a, he's a buzzard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, Leighton. Tell you what. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck, yeah. take a flying fuck at the moon. You're an absolute cunt. Yes. <laughs> and we know you're a fucking twat as well because you've told us. Go, yeah. go fuck yourself. What kind of a fucking name is Leighton, by the way? I know. Fucking, how about that, that's, that's, a, that's a town in East London where everyone gets stabbed twice a day. <laughs> it's still a very nice part of the world. Well, listen, um, you're not going to be around next week, but there is going to be another podcast. So there will be another podcast next week. Also, we've got something very special coming up this week towards the end of it because we're going to be doing a pubcast. Yeah, a pubcast. Uh, on Thursday. Now, we're not quite sure when that's going to be out, but it will be out and you'll be able to watch it uh, as well as listening to it. So in the meantime, don't do anything fucking stupid. Yeah, fuck yourself. This, <laughs> this is the Thought Police. <laughs> Do you know how many people are getting pinged into self-isolation every day? No. A million. Really? A million a day. Are you joking? It's fucking insanity. That is insanity. And that's why uh, people at the top of the government are now saying, hang on a second, this is worse than the lockdown. Yeah. We're killing our economy but, you know, with this the fucking thing is, if you're Why Mike, is it still there? If you're Michael Gove, of course, you can take part in a uh, trial situation where you just test yourself pilot every scheme. day. Pilot scheme. I've never heard it called that before. Yeah. Uh, apparently he's back with his wife now. Oh, no, no, he's no, not. No, no, no he's a, That was a pilot scheme. That was 
as a pilot's gig. It didn't uh, work out. It didn't work out, yes. They decided not to go for yeah, the whole yeah, that series. With it on the vine. No. We went to see the gorillas, right? Yeah. Unfortunately for us, and the kids were quite young at the time, we walked into the fucking... Uh, and the first, I don't know if you've ever been there, but you, you park your car, you cross the road, you walk down this long kind of gangplank, and you look into the first cage, right, yeah. which is quite big, uh, and there's a monkey in there masturbating. <laughs> And I'm going... What a wanker. I know. I'm fucking going, Christ. And the kids are like about seven or ten or something. What well, did you turn to the kids and say, wait till he's finished? Well, of course, everyone was watching, <laughs> right? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. Actually, you got me interested now. I think I will go down there. I want to see the wanking monkey. The wanking monkey. I'm going, what the fuck do you explain this? They should this, put right? it on the fucking signs outside, home of the wanking and monkey. And I'm actually thinking to myself... Well, I hope he's just going to stop because, you know... <laughs> well, they do at a certain time. No, I know, but what, <laughs> I, was, what I mean is I'm hoping he's not going to just fucking carry on until, you know, <laughs> the point of no return. I'm thinking he's literally... But the point... He's literally doing this. <laughs> sitting there. You know. I'm going, for fuck's sake. Anyway, yeah. so we get past there, right? Oh, you monkey, stop fucking playing with yourself. I've got my kids here. Yeah. So they have to look at each other and have a wank. Come It'd be on, very look. educational. Sure, that antelope's got a nice <laughs> ass. <laughs> Fuck me. 